Hey friends, and welcome to the Carolyn Whitaco Art Podcast, where we talk all things illustration, introspection, travel, art, and business. Today we're going to talk about making art for approval. If you're a shy artist, this is a spicy one. But first, our life update. I'm really excited to be making this podcast from Florida. It is so beautiful here. I have been to Florida before. I have never actually lived here for an extended period of time, so I'm really excited to get to do that. And I'm also excited that I am actually I'm on the coast right now. So I'm in the Miami area and it's so beautiful on the coast. I've never lived on a coast. I'm actually not sure how long I'll be here, but um, I have been settling in the past few days because I took a good four-day road trip to get here. I left um, last Monday. I got a rental car. I think I'm going to make a little video about my road trip actually and do like a more in-depth recap. I'm posted on social media, so if you have me on social media, my handle is at Carolyn Whitico, and you can see it on there when I post it. But I decided to really take my time. I made my first stop in Kentucky, so I had planned out a few cities on my way that I wanted to make sure that I got to see. So the first stop I made was in Kentucky, and it was Lexington. I really wish I had spent more time here, but I got there kind of late, so I just kind of had dinner, and then I drove around at night. It was a bigger city than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. I didn't realize it was like a city city, but it was very cute. Definitely would go again. And then I slept in Williamsburg, Kentucky, which is, it was more south and was kind of like a college town in the middle of nowhere. Like you can tell the only reason it existed was because there was a college there. I woke up there and it was snowing, actually. I feel like every time I'm snowboarding south, as I'm leaving, it starts to snow. It's like really a sign, like, okay, (laughs) get out of here. So I woke up and it was snowing and I went and I got some coffee and tea at this cute little coffee shop. Best London Fog tea I've ever had in my life. I don't know if you guys are tea drinkers. I fuck with tea heavily. It was so good. And then I drove straight through Tennessee. I did not stop in Tennessee anywhere because I just did a trip there in March for my birthday. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to skip over Tennessee. I went straight through to North Carolina. So North Carolina, okay, it's October, mid-October. The fall colors are beautiful there. I knew that they would be, and I was so excited to drive at this time of year. I have never seen fall colors like that. I mean, I really wanted to stop and go on a full-ass hike, but I did not have time for that, so I made do with stopping at a lot of beautiful rest stops. Um, I did stop in Asheville for a little bit. Um, It reminded me a lot. If you're from Michigan, it reminded me of Ann Arbor, which was cool, but it's like Ann Arbor if it was in the mountains. And then I drove down to Georgia, and I actually slept outside of Savannah, Georgia. And on these long road trips... I don't really get a hotel. I feel like it wastes time and it wastes my money and I really do not care about a hotel. I do not care about that. So I just slept in my car the whole time. And it was funny when I woke up in Georgia. For one, it was a lot warmer to sleep there than it was in Kentucky. So it was a much nicer sleep. But I slept in this Walmart parking lot and this lady, she clearly worked there. I was waking up in the morning and I was like just kind of getting myself together before I was going to go inside and buy some breakfast. And she comes up to my car and she's like, are you okay? You know, so concerned. She thought I was a homeless person. (laughs) And it was really funny, but it was so sweet because 
I mean, what if I was a homeless person? She probably would have, like, gave me some free food or something. So she was cool. It was nice. I had talked to her in the morning. But then, yeah, I went on my way and I checked out Savannah. Okay, so Savannah, one of my favorite cities in the U.S., I've decided. And I've been in a lot of places in the U.S. And I think that Savannah, Georgia is my favorite city I've been to so far. Okay, so the coolest thing about Savannah was the way that the city is, like, built. A lot of it is historical and a lot of it is newer. They didn't demolish any of the historical stuff. So there's, like, historical staircases and there are like bridges and staircases to all the shops so all the shops are like three stories high but you have to cross these little bridges to get into the doorways and it's just so cute so cute the whole city really is on the river so it's like a huge river city like you know how cities will have a river walk well, that's the whole fucking city is a one giant river walk i had a great time in savannah and then after that i drove straight through to florida i was at that point i had already been on the road for like three days so i was very excited to get to florida i got to our little studio apartment which it's funny because i used to think studio apartments were so small but after living in an rv for so long it feels huge but yeah, it's warm every day. It was like 83 degrees today. We went to the beach for breakfast today. It was beautiful. I saw a jellyfish for the first time. There's like a big art scene in Miami, so I'm sure I am gonna get into that a little bit. Okay, so that's a huge life update. Also, life update, calendars are available. So this is more on the a cup of cloudy side of things. Calendars are available. They are pre-order only, as they are every year. They're kind of like a giant recap of the year. So I will pick my favorite illustrations that I've done in 2022. And I surprise people with them in the 2023 calendar. So you're not really sure which illustrations are going to make it into the calendar. I like to leave it a surprise. And it's really cool because people will like wait until that month to flip and see which one it's going to be. So I try not to spoil it on social media or anything. I'll wait until the first or maybe even the second to say like flip your calendars and show what's in there. So it's a surprise. It's really fun. It's my favorite project. They're available right now, but they are pre-order only. Once they are made, they are made. So I only make as many as you guys buy because I don't want to make too many. Obviously, it is a product that expires after a year, so I don't really like to have leftovers. If you are interested in getting a calendar, you need to hop on it. Go to acoupleofcloudy.com shop. They are the first item in the shop right now. You can't miss them. All right, on to our topic of the day. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, but I feel like it's so impactful and this topic has really changed the way that I make art and really changed the way that I operate in my day-to-day -day life. And this is making choices for approval, specifically as an artist. This question, it just changed my life recently. As some of you may have noticed, I've been diving into introspection, self-care, and thought work kind of headfirst. And I read this quote somewhere along the way and it just stuck. It just stuck in my head. And I have been asking myself this question a lot. Honestly, I've been practicing this probably for about a year. I think I picked it up about a year ago and it really has just changed the way that I operate day to day. It hit different because I've actually never asked myself the question before. And the question is, am I doing this for approval? And what I noticed was that sometimes the answer was yes. And sometimes that was the only reason I was doing it. Yikes. So I immediately dropped a few friends, deleted a few habits, and changed the way that I speak on a few topics. Now I feel loads better. 
I haven't felt that nagging feeling called obligated ever since because we all know how lovely obligation feels. It feels like shit. And I haven't felt that ever since. And it's important, I think, to serve yourself and your desires above all. It's your life. I mean, why live it the way someone else expects you to live it? Besides, when we look at our hearts, there are genuinely good things we desire for the world. So we don't need to be shy about blowing off that coffee date with your shallow former coworker to do what you would really rather do instead, right? Act on your heartfelt desires always. But of course, there's a caveat, as there usually is. Um, if you ask yourself, am I doing this for approval? And the answer is yes, but then you still want to do it, then I think that you should still do it. If you genuinely care about the approval of, say, your father-in-law or the approval of an employer who expects you to have like a GED or something, then just do it anyways, you know? But the important factor is knowing why you are acting the way you're acting and then feeling satisfied with your answer. So if you know why you're doing it, say, oh, I am doing it for approval, and you don't feel satisfied with that, that's the issue. My life is better now that I ask myself this question. It's super simple, super easy to apply in your day-to-day life. Um, So I thought I would just share it with you on the podcast. And I wanted to apply it specifically to artists as well. I have a few quick tips for you. I think I have like four of them to help you make better art and feel better in your own skin. So we're going to talk about how to stop seeking approval in your artwork. Number one, make the art that makes you happy. You'll make more of it, you'll feel better, and it will attract an audience that loves your work, even if it's niche and weird. I know a lot of people feel self-conscious about like, oh, well, you know, I have really specific interests, like I don't think other people will like it. Well, don't make it for other people, just make it for you. And I promise this does wonders for your art style. So if you're looking for your own signature art style, just making the art that makes you happy will get you halfway there. Okay, number two. Take criticism with a grain of salt. Don't listen to advice from someone who is not where you want to be. This goes for artists. This goes for business people. This goes for any type of advice, really, like in relationships. If they're not where you would like to be, don't take advice from them. Your mentor should be living the type of lifestyle that you also want to live. If they're not, don't take their advice. Not even your lovely, smart, well-meaning best friend. You're not going where they're going. Number three, don't become a slave to your customer. Sure, listen to their input on what they like the most, but when you poll them or take a survey for them, make sure that you love all the options you give them. So if you love making portraits, dog paintings, and plants, let them choose what they like best out of those three options. That way, you'll love any result that they pick. You won't feel any pressure with the answer, like there's a wrong answer because you know that Whichever one they they pick, you love each and every one of those things. So don't let any buyer talk you into painting like a landscape if you hate a landscape, right? This is what people mean when they say don't sell out, right? Don't become a slave to your customer. Don't do things just for the money. You can make money doing all types of art. So don't do it just for the money. Don't do it just for the customer. Do it for you first and then find a way to make money off of it. Number four, don't worry if your loved ones don't like your art. If they don't, it's not for them. They're not a part of your audience. It's that simple. And I want to make it clear here that they don't have to love your art or your work or your job or whatever you do to love you as a person, as a human being. So I think this separation is necessary. I really don't think that you can separate the 
artists from the art, even if you don't pay attention to the artists, like for music artists, I really do not pay attention to the musicians, just listen to the music, you know, but it doesn't mean that there is a separation there, right? That musician made that music. You are the artist making your art. However, you don't have to love the art to love the person, and you don't have to love the person to love the art. I really think that that's important. So especially when people say, oh, my family's unsupportive, my friends are unsupportive, you know, they don't like my art, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can't please everyone, so don't try. It's natural as humans to seek approval. It's basically burned into your DNA as like a survival mechanism because humans are pack animals, and we do need community. But the idea that you need to shake off is that your community will abandon you if you stop trying so hard to please them. I know from experience that they really won't. And I'm not even sure that they notice I changed. So when you start to ask yourself this question, am I doing this for approval? You realize that sometimes the answer is yes. And then you stop doing those things. People won't comment on it. They won't call you out on it. And they probably won't even fucking notice. And that's because it's all an exercise in inner growth. It's like an introspective situation. So you notice it, but that doesn't mean it's going to be obvious on the outside. You know what I'm saying? So you'll feel so much better. You'll make better art and you'll be more of yourself. At the end of the day, all art is an expression of self. You are the one doing the expressing and there's never a separation of art and artist. So if you can't feel comfortable being yourself, you'll never feel comfortable about your artwork either. And feeling good about your art is the best feeling. So <laughs> I really suggest that you use this question in your everyday life and especially in your art making and in your art journey. Um, it'll really help you out. I know it did for me. Um, it's super simple, super free and you know the answer and you don't have to discuss it with anyone you know like you don't have to tell anyone what your answer is just be honest with yourself so that's all I have for now I know this was a quick and dirty show today but I hope this episode really helped you out if you loved it please leave a review and of course as always tell your friends I'll see you next time on the Carolyn Whitaco art podcast bye